This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. This segment is brought to you by the Zuckerberg Institute. This is Randy Zuckerberg Means Business on Business Radio. Hi, I'm Randy Zuckerberg. Thank you so much for joining me today on Business Radio, Sirius XM Channel 132. I'm coming to you live yet again from my home in California. As many of you know, our show has been celebrating Women's History Month all month long. I've had the opportunity to speak with so many impressive and courageous women working hard out there to pave the way for other women, leading entire new industries. Today, our celebration continues and will end March and this month-long series with a powerhouse lineup of women and companies who are changing and improving lives for other women. To start off the show, I am so thrilled to welcome to the show my friend and incredible woman, Cindy Eckert. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Randy. So good to hear your voice. Oh, it is so good to hear your voice too. Okay, I'm going to brag on you. Cindy is the CEO of the Pink Ceiling and Sprout Pharmaceuticals. She's just incredible pioneer in femtech, in healthcare, and uh, someone who inspires me so much. Um, Cindy, how what has this past year been like for you? Oh, <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to pick a word for it. I know we've talked about this. I'm going to call it redefining. And it was redefining in how I work, um, how I wrestle with my want to control everything and outcomes, and, you know, frankly, redefining in how I connect. And I think for all of us, you know, it's been tough. We've talked a lot about this, even your changes, you know, you're, you're at your parents and, and, um, and everything that got disrupted I guess the pink lining for me, you know, it's pink in my world, Randy, is that it created a different hierarchy of importance. And what are the things that we really value and how much were we stopping to truly connect? And I think about even you and me, our friendship in this past year, I'm such a huge Randy fan. I'm going to say that for everyone listening, you guys are too. And yet, you know, we were living our very busy lives and sort of admiring each other from afar and cheering each other on on social. But I think this last year has made us reevaluate that and really truly connect. So that's the, the good, the good stuff. I completely year. agree. I, I, I actually, even though we've only corresponded digitally this year, I actually feel much closer to you and kind of yeah. much more in the know of, of things that are going on, but Same. definitely been a challenging year. Same. Yes. A hundred percent. Now, Cindy, I mean, you have just accomplished so much. Maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about your journey because I mean, your, your big first win was so huge. Oh, well, thank you. Okay, let's wake everybody up right now. We're going to talk about sex for a second. Yes. (laughs) I'll start with what I'm best known for, my last uh, company where I broke through with the first ever um, medication for premenopausal women frustrated by their low desire or low libido, a condition that affects so many of us. And I got to tell you, it was quite a ride to um, break through with the first product for female sexuality and really kind of pioneer femtech. But I came to that having built one of the companies, get this, with one of the male sexual health drugs. So my impetus to do that is I looked around, there were 26 
FDA-approved drugs for some form of male sexual dysfunction and not a single one for us women. And those numbers just made no sense. So that was what spurred me on to do that. But I'm really a serial entrepreneur. I started in big corporate, um, and I realized very quickly, um, no, I refuse to just be a number in a big organization. I really wanted to make an impact. And so I chased innovation over the course of my career. I went to smaller and smaller companies until I finally decided, you know, I'd paid my dues. Um, I had enough of a track record that I was going to bet on myself. I really did what I think probably so many of your listeners um, are doing or, or have done before is you look around and you say, okay, I'm showing up every day. I'm putting it all in. I'm creating this extraordinary value. And I'm not really participating in it. I'm just getting a paycheck. No way. <laughs> no way. I want skin in the game. I'm going to own a piece of my own destiny. And that's really what got me started in, in uh, you know, doing my own companies. And I have such a passion in women's health specifically. Yes. I love that so much. I always tell women, like, don't just play at the blackjack table, own the casino. Yes. And, uh, That's I right. love, I love that you're out there telling people that I also, I am like the queen of puns and like mom jokes. And when you're saying that, like your impetus for starting the company, I was like, yes. there is a really good pun there somewhere that I hope, I hope yes. that you have, have thought about before. Um, yes. so take us back to those rooms, Cindy, where you were pitching yeah. female Viagra to investors, because I mean, the femtech space has exploded, but it probably not when you were in there pitching in those rooms. That's right. Well, I'll tell you, actually, when we broke through with Addy in 2015, the term femtech didn't even exist. It was coined in 2016. And get this, it's going to be a $50 billion category by 2025. So wow. this is a very cool area to pay attention to. But yes, dial it back to my early days. I was laughed out of rooms. I mean, I say that with a sense of humor right now, but in the moment, it was crushing. You know, me in hot pink on Sand Hill Road talking to a group of, you know, guys in blue and gray suits, the notion of a female Viagra. And by the way, I was walking in there having built and sold one business already. Still, it was too much almost for them to handle. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell just a quick story. Um, I think about one particular gentleman, when if he had written me that check, it would have been that, you know, incredible validation that I could have traded on. I could have said, but wait a minute, he's behind me. You know, this is the preeminent VC. And he particularly was not so kind in his remarks that, you know, I was certainly never going to do what Big Pharma hadn't done. Like, who was I? This is ridiculous. And, um, and I will just say to everybody, um, despite that, you know, I still always kept in touch. And I fast forward to just a couple years ago and him sitting in my office in a hot pink chair <laughs> across from me and him saying, hey, Cindy. And by the way, he's still in his gray suit and um, he, he lifts up his pant leg to show me his hot pink socks. <laughs> and it was that moment of saying, like, I know I doubted you but I won't make this mistake again. When another woman shows up with an idea that maybe I don't relate to, but I should never laugh at. And I will say 
one of the big lessons in, from those early rooms is, you know, never walk away malicious, walk away ambitious, ambitious to prove them wrong, and then to then give them a seat at the table next to you. That's such a great, uh, I mean, that's, it's so inspiring and such great advice because these circles are small and, and people work yes. together many times across careers. I also, I bet that you are the one that if you ask a lot of VCs, like what's the one that got away, they probably <laughs> say, say your company, they missed out on a, a real good return on that one. I For like to say, I gave them a billion reasons to believe. I didn't even say that in my story, Randy. I mean, in, when we got this drug approved, I actually turned around and sold it for a billion dollars cash two days later. So I do think I at least got their attention. And that's a good that's thing. Ama- I mean, a billion dollars. There are not very many women who can say that, Cindy. It's, it's really incredible. For any listeners who are just joining us, I'm speaking with Cindy Eckert. Cindy is the CEO of the Pink Ceiling and Sprout Pharmaceuticals. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, host of Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM 132 Business Radio. Okay, Cindy, so you've talked a lot about wearing pink, and this yeah. is where I'm so sad that my listeners can't see you, but although I um. will be uh, <laughs> putting a, a bunch of photos of you up on my Instagram, so everyone should go there. But talk to me a little bit about personal branding. How did you kind of settle on your personal brand and like how, how give, give us like a, a description of what, what you're dressed like or what your office looks like? Oh my gosh, it is a, a hot pink <laughs> extravaganza. And pink in a way that is, in fact, what I'll deem shocking pink, which I think is very descriptive of my personality. In fact, when I had that exit, the very first thing I bought myself was a pair of Louboutins. I'd never had a pair. I'd never owned one in my life. And their color was shocking pink. And I thought, yes, <laughs> yes, that's everything yes. about this mission. But the pink comes from a place of irreverence. I'm going to be honest. And, and I'll tell you why. When I, was set, when I set out to do this, the pill is the little pink pill. We've heard about the little blue pill for 20 plus years. This is the little pink pill for women. Yes, we finally have one. But when I would go into rooms, people would say, oh, that's cute. And they would bat me on the shoulder. And by the way, like I've always loved pink my whole life. I can barely find a childhood picture when I'm not in it. And pink for me became symbolic. And it was a shift, I think, from underestimated to unapologetic. Pink is a lot of who I am. Um, it's my femininity is part of the power. I think all that's true for all of us. And I refuse to allow the stereotype to just presume it's a weakness. I reject that. I see it as a real strength. Absolutely. Now, okay, not only did you sell your company for a billion dollars, but then you later bought it back. So, so, okay, so take us through that. So I'm going to go with your puns because I too like to be a little punny. I did not have a billion dollar happy ending. It turns out that a happy ending is entirely up to you. Let me tell you what I mean. So can you imagine, this was a long journey. I'll just give everybody context. So when Viagra got approved for men, that treats men's most common sexual dysfunction, right? ED. Again, we have heard about it on radio ads and TV for years. Um, It was deemed to meet such an important unmet medical need that it was rushed through the FDA in six months. (laughs) Addy, by contrast, treats women's most common sexual dysfunction. The same number of women are affected by this as, as ED with men. It took me 
six years and two rejections. It was quite a public battle because, frankly, of a societal, you know, undercurrent that I think just doesn't value health. Many times women's health and then magnetize, you know, magnify that a hundredfold, um, if you will, for sexual health specifically. But when I sold it, all of a sudden I gotten it done Science won, women won, a big company came in and took me out. It was the entrepreneur's dream come true. They were going to march across the globe. And then guess what? They never launched it. They literally put it on the shelf. Wow. And I was crushed. I mean, I really, we fought so hard for women to finally have the option and then for them to not be able to get it. So that did not sit well with me. So after I like, cried it out in the corner for a little bit, um, tried to figure out what in the hell am I going to do. I really kind of, again, you know, said not on my watch. And I went to that company and I said, give it back. To which they, they too left me out of the room. Um, and I said, you know what? I wrote a contract with you. You have an obligation to launch this. You're not meeting those obligations. And when they wouldn't pay attention to me, I sued them. And in exchange for dropping the lawsuit, get this, I got it back and we yes. kept the billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if that is not like the best business savvy that I've ever heard, I don't, I don't know what it is. So that moral of the story is do not mess with Cindy Eckert world. <laughs> and, because and write a good contract. <laughs> I'll tell everybody that I got smarter from company one to company two. And I really wrote in like things that, you know, were not huge asks, but they were launch 101. What would they do to educate OBGYNs? What would they do in terms of, you know, marketing uh, awareness? So when they weren't doing those things, it gave me leverage. Yeah. You always got to, the, the world at all times, including last year, right? How we started the conversation. I think it tests you um, for your conviction around certain things and how much do you want it? And for me, this was always about women having an option and whether or not I had the check, I wasn't going to, um, I wasn't going to sleep until women really had the option. Very inspiring. By the way, I am wearing hot pink in honor of, of your interview. <laughs> I never wear hot pink. I'm like New York black, but I, I'm for you, Cindy, I'm rolling out the hot Amazing. pink today. I can um, feel this energy. I can't. <laughs> You so then you went on to found the pink ceiling and the pink incubator to to encourage other women. So tell us about that. You know, I think you for all of us there becomes a point in life where I think you shift from what we have to prove to what we have to give. And you know, I'm very driven. Um, you know, I had a lot. I was always playing. I think against my own personal best, and um, you know, fighting for those wins. But what I was so obvious to me, having gone through this journey with Addie, is it was really a front row seat in what it means for women to advocate for themselves and for each other. And I got to this exit and I knew my best work going forward would be to reach my hand back and get women to those outcomes faster than I got there myself. So that was the entire genesis of the pink ceiling. I like to bet on the disruptors, um, you know, in women's health who are being laughed out of rooms even to this day. Um, I like to welcome them into mine and really bet on them because those are the ideas that I want to see in this world. 
Absolutely. For anyone just joining us uh, towards the end of our interview, I'm Randy Zuckerberg, host of Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM Business Radio. I'm speaking today with Cindy Eckert, CEO of the Pink Ceiling and Sprout Pharmaceuticals. So Cindy, what did success look like for you in a few years? I mean, you've, you've already accomplished things that are on the top of so many women's business bucket lists. So what, what's left for you? Success is making other women really rich. <laughs> really rich. Yes. So my ambition inside of the incubator is that I'll create a billion dollars worth of wealth for other women. It's truly amazing. Um, what What are some of the trends or some of the the areas that that you're most focused on right now and excited about? Oh, I'll tell you. So I love femtech, and, and here's how I would define it. For all of those things, the medical establishment has been slow to help us with. There are incredible, dynamic female founders out there putting power into women's hands directly. What do I mean? For example, modern fertility. Literally at 25 or or younger, I can get a picture of what my fertility journey is going to look like without having already been trying for a while, showing up at the OBGYN, you know, later on being referred out to reproductive reproductive endocrinologists and paying thousands of dollars for tests. Now I can have that picture early from the comfort of my home. I just launched the first of the pinky bear flushable pregnancy test in the world. How cool is that? That is so cool. Yeah, 80% of pregnancy tests today is plastic, and it doesn't have to be. Never mind. You have discretion if you so choose it with this option. It's called Leah Diagnostic. Those are the things that just these, you know, first for women, um, that I think are also catalyst in social conversation, I really love. And things that we can do from the privacy of our home um, for things that still remain, I hate this, but still remain a little bit uh, shameful or stigmatized for us to bring up, even inside of our doctor's offices. Absolutely. I mean, do you still feel, I mean, I'm still bristling from your stories about how it took six years worth oh. versus the, you know, the the comparable male drug took six months. Do you think women's lives and health are still not taken as seriously in the business world? Yes. I'm sorry to say that. I hate to say it, but yes. And I think that it is a societal narrative that we may not even be conscious of, that we are more dismissive. And look, when I first got into this, what inspired me? Women. I just listened And I listened to so many thousands of women over these years who, you know, once had a great sex life and they were in a really happy marriage and loved their partner and something changed and they raised their hand and they said, hey, something's different. And what was their response? People patted them on the shoulder and told them, have a bubble bath, go on vacation. Mm -hmm. But scientifically, we knew that this was a brain chemistry issue. That is really unacceptable. And I think, again, it is pervasive, almost this notion of um, when something happens for a man, it's biology. Like there's legitimacy to it and let's address it. And I think when things happen to women, we go, oh, psychology. Truly, even today, if we, you and me, Randy, went to an ER, we were behind a guy. We said the exact same symptoms as the man in front of us said we would wait longer. Do you know why? Because they think we're just freaking out. Mm. And again, I don't think this is conscious. 
um, malicious behavior. I think it just is, again, a society that sees us as the weaker sex. We're going to change that. We are going to change that. And I think, I don't think anyone can listen to your story and, uh, and, and take the word weak out of that for sure. (laughs) Um, in our final few minutes together, Cindy, I'm curious, just, um, as you kind of look back over the, the journey you've had so far, and obviously you have so much left to accomplish, but, um, what would be some of your main, uh, advice or learnings from your own career? I've already written down that you have to learn how to write a good contract. So I've definitely taken that (laughs) away, but any, any advice for, for, especially for women and entrepreneurs out there? You know what? I'll be really basic about it. And, and I think this applies to all women who we, I, I think I can say this safely. Most of us are perfectionists. I know I'm talking to one. I'm one. Um, and, you know, there's a perfectionistic kind of quality to us. And therefore, we sometimes wait too long. We worry that we've got to have all the answers. Success does not come from having all of the answers. It comes from having the courage. So if you're out there and you're thinking about doing something, you want to try something, you're not so sure you know exactly how to do it. Guess what? Neither did I. And, and look at what just taking the leap led me to. What you will love so much is I think when you take a risk or when you walk the, you know, unconventional path, the delight is going to be who comes and surrounds you. Just like I'm so fortunate to know you, Randy. Oh, well, I feel the same way. I just, even though I've heard your story multiple times, I'm always just so inspired every time I I hear it, Cindy. Thank you so much for your time today. Where can people go to connect with you and and, and get just a a touch of the sparkle that you bring into the world? Oh, thank you so much. You can find me at Cindy Pink CEO, and you can pitch us at thepinkceiling.com. And if you need Addy, it's Addy.com, (laughs) A-D-D-Y-I.com. Yes. And no stigma. I mean, there's a huge percentage of women who need it. And uh, hopefully Cindy has inspired all of us to live a little louder and to to stand up for what we need. Thank you so much, Cindy. Always a pleasure to speak with you. And uh, I cannot wait till I can give you a hug in person again. Likewise. Thank you so much, Randy. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. I was just speaking with Cindy Eckert, CEO of the Pink Ceiling and Sprout Pharmaceuticals. You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here in Sirius XM 132. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 